Hello and welcome to Emerald Expressions, where we use words to polish the gem that is the human mind. I'm your host, Jaira, the Emerald Emir, and today we're joined by Mosh Pit Noel was going down. So, for those of you that don't know me, you can follow me on Twitter at Mosh Pit Noel, all one word. You can follow me on Instagram, same thing, Mosh Pit Noel. You can follow me in the Brews and the Mates on the YouTube channel, Popsicle. That's Pop Sickle. All one word. Things that I'm working on right now. I'm currently working on music, working on a new album. It's called In Love with Being Crazy. I'm working on a couple short films also. Let's get into the topic. What are we gonna be talking about? Uh today, so today's topic is a deep dive into the genre of sports anime, which is a strange yet fun hybrid that uh brings together otaku and sports fans. Uh and somehow it manages to be better than the sum of its parts. Uh, like, if you just imagine throwing sports and anime into a blender, it's somehow better than that. All right. Uh, do you have anything you want to add to that before we move on to the questions? So, how I got introduced to sports anime, I guess? Yeah, that, that's, that's cool. All right. So, first sports anime I watched when I was a jit, when I was a youngie, was Slam Dunk. Um, I was heavily into basketball growing up, you know, never really played it like on the sports, you know, level, like the top team level, like organized sports and whatnot. But, you know, me and the boys, me and the bros would go out there, you know, we would do our thing. Um, and of course, yeah, we, I saw right now, we all got that one kid in gym class that swears to God it's the NBA finals that just takes it way too serious. But to me, for whatever reason, I always thought that the sports animes, like you said, it was a very weird mix, but I liked it a lot because talking about Slam Dunk, it had a great mix of everything. It had sport elements. It had slice of life, romantic love elements. It had shonen machismo elements. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it on that. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, it's a sports anime in general, I feel like is a good mixture of the things that make not only sports good, but also make anime good. But uh, I feel like we can get more into that once we start. Uh, right, right, right. So, in your personal opinion, what do you think are some of the better sports animes, or maybe the sports animes that you think may not personally like, but you think have to be mentioned? Because they're either influential or really popular, that kind of stuff. So I know the really, really popular one, at least right now, or if not the most popular one, is probably Haiku. Um, I started watching about two episodes because I was in this weird loop of, let me see what animes I can watch. And then I'd start one, not finish it. Start one, not finish it. But for the yeah. most part, I started right. watching it. Watch two. <laughs> Yeah, for the most part, I started watching it. I watched only two episodes, but it was pretty funny. Um, I enjoyed it. Diamond No Ace, I know, is another one that mm -hmm. is really popular. Um, unfortunately, I haven't, and I'm a baseball fan, so I'm ashamed of this, but you know, I haven't gotten to start it yet because it's. I know it's pretty long, but that's the one thing I will say about sports animes. If you're not used to watching them, get ready to be there for a while. Like, yes, there are shorter ones, but most sports animes are super long. I'm talking about beyond 50 episodes. Um, because one like, that doesn't get a lot. Because if you think about it, most most games, like every, depending on the series, every game is getting like, in the manga, it was getting like 10 chapters. In the show, it might be getting like five episodes. And like right. the run up to it, the actual game, and then the yeah, depending on Depending on the show, it's getting like five episodes per game, and that's not including the stuff the time before they even get to the games. Right, so, you know, the, like you said, the build up, you know, the triumphs and tribulations of everything, building things like team chemistry if they're on a team, um, different drama and backstory, just a whole lot of moving parts to sports animes that make them work really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that especially I feel like, well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll leave that that line of reasoning for later. But like that build up, especially, is important in my opinion. Right. 
Uh, do you have any others you want to get into? Or um, read? I, I got a few that I feel like don't get a whole lot of love, and they should. And it's not, and let me not say it's not for the action part, even though one of them is really uh, action packed. My, so my favorite sports anime of all time is Ping Pong the Animation. It's about two best friends who, of course, you know, they're playing ping pong, where one of the best friends, Pekko, he really just wants to be the best of the best ping pong player. This, he's dedicated like his entire life. And then his other best friend, Smile, who's just kind of like, you know, I play it, but I'm not really interested in winning almost to the point where their head coach at their school notices that Smile lets Pekka win. And his head coach is like, he's interested in that. And he goes, you're never going to play him ever again because when you do, you hinder yourself. And the anime just carries on. It's 26 episodes, by the way. Um, I'm not sure on what streaming platforms it's on. You know, listen, however, it's 2020. The bad cat is out of the bag. However you get your anime, you get your anime. And we got to get into that. But I highly <laughs> suggest you go and watch it because not only does it highlight, and I know a lot of people are thinking like ping pong, what could be so cool about ping pong? But for one, for starters, the way that it is drawn and animated fits super well with the high impact sport that is ping pong. And it also fleshes out so many of the characters, like literally every character from the side characters, the main characters, even the characters that you may think don't mean anything have purpose and it basically the anime begs the question and asks every character why do you play ping pong why is this so important to you and it fleshes out true emotions from each character that's why i love it so much that and the art style to be quite honest with you um it's made by the same creator even among like anime hmm it said it has a very distinct art style, even among anime. It's like sort of, uh, if I remember correctly, it's like a sort of almost, not art deco, what's the word I want to use? Like minimalist. Yeah. Um, so minimalist. you remember, you remember the, uh, of course, the big fight between Pain and Naruto. Yeah. And that really weird animation for a split second that Pain goes into that everybody for the life of them like, can't stand. Those Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's a I, there's a particular creator I forgot his name right now, but he was the one that was responsible for that. Yeah, and he, if I remember correctly, don't quote me on this. I believe that is the same creator of Ping Pong the animation. If I remember oh, correctly, cool. That's dope. That's dope. I'm, um, I'm not on his name right now, but yeah, I'm drawing a blank too for whatever reason, and I hate that I'm drawing a blank. Um, a lot of people thought that was like an animation mistake, like oh, studio. Perot is just messing up. Like, no, it's that like, was a- no, it's like that was that was on purpose. That was all the way on purpose. And I just recently watched something where it explains that purpose. Because even if you think about it with a sports anime, the animation is super important. Because when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, whether it's soccer, ping pong, whatever the case may be, baseball, basketball, that that um moment an animation either whether it be a mistake or just a style choice can draw you in or it can take you out of it mm. so that's why i say i feel yeah, like sports sports animes, anime. i feel like with sports animes draws a lot more emphasis to the smaller rapid, things rapid and fluid movements or especially right. spanish uh, in the and sports, more of the smaller things that may be watching a shonen, which some of these are shonen, some of these actually fit in the shonen category, but that may be an action shonen, for instance, like a Naruto, like a yeah, cool. like a like a DBZ. Would it necessarily emphasize like they do, but it won't have you thinking as much because everything is so quick and you're focused on the big, you know, blow up and the pop off from the fight. Where also, I wanted to um, put this out there too about ping pong the animation the sound design and the soundtrack is super important in this show there's just certain things you can see in style choices that just you you say to yourself this fits really well with this scene 
with this moment. It's got my heart going or it's making me emotional or I understand where the character's coming from. You feel like you're on that court with that player when you're watching this anime. Yeah. Like you feel, I feel like in, in a lot of like the better made sports anime, you can feel like the impact of like the ball or the puck or whatever they're trying to do, especially like you feel the force and like that kind of stuff. And like, that's important as a viewer because you're supposed to feel like, Oh, these are great athletes or these, this is a really important thing. That kind of stuff. Right. Another one that I felt like doesn't get a lot of love too. I feel like a lot of people blew right, kind of blew right past it due to the, I guess, nature of what the sport was. And some people may not even see it as a sport, but no, it's counted as a sporting competition. Shogi, or, you know, the American equivalent. I believe it's chess, if I remember correctly. Um, Chess, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, I was one, I I actively looked to see if there's, like, a chess manga or something like that, because, like, I've seen, like, Go manga and, like, other stuff, and I was like, I wonder if someone ever did chess. And, like, I couldn't find one. No lion, or for Americans, March comes in like a lion, mm. was very good to me as well because it was another one of those animes that just wasn't about the sport. It was about real people who are, you know, having real life struggles and how they are balancing being like you have this character who's a 17 year old kid who's living on his own, his family's broken up. He's trying to balance school, barely, and he's a top-level Shoki player. And I mean, like, top-level, like, almost grandmasters. He's, he's just trying to get there, but he's has so many different elements holding him back. And, you know, he's in his own mind as well, you know, talking to himself almost. Like, can I really do this? Um, but I got this over here to deal with and these feelings. And... I'll say it's very slow pace, and if I if I remember correctly, I might have said that Ping Pong the animation was twenty six. It's not. It's eleven actually. It's shorter. Three get to no lion. That for a fact is twenty six episodes. There's uh, two seasons, season one and season two, obviously. But that anime also had another unique art style to itself um, that I really enjoyed. That's why sometimes with a lot of these sports animes, they have they do they get the opportunity to do unique kind of things with their you know with their art style their mm-hmm. soundtrack their design and i really like that fact that they have like, that they get freedom four things. right um so the third one that i got here is and i think a lot of people may not even understand that this is a sport too and this one is if you're old you're gonna know this one too initial d it's um, funny you say that because, like, I, I did a recording for this earlier, and, like, I believe my cousin brought up Initial D. Like, that's actually – do you want to continue on what you were saying, or do you want me to introduce another question that's somewhat related? Um, so, uh, for, so to give a little synopsis about Initial mm-hmm. D, it's about a high schooler who works mm-hmm. at his father's or his family's tofu shop as the delivery boy, and he was forced to drive. Like, he, like you got to learn how to drive this car. He – Hated it at first, but his friends discovered. Well, so there's this legend about this car that only shows up at night, and you know, the way that it drifts and the way that it drives, it's like people are amazed by it. So everybody wants to know who's the driver, who's the driver, who's the driver. They're obsessed with it. So his friend finds out that it's him, and they're like, wait a minute, we thought that was your dad. That's you. So they're like, listen, we got this thing, it's street racing. You gotta come check it out. So he does, and that follows the whole story of just him going through that. There's like a whole lot of seasons that they're called like stages. So like initial D, first stage, second stage. I think it's like four, four or five stages. Four right? or five stages, a couple movies. The one, another thing with this one, again, like I said, the, just the uniqueness is the soundtrack. This one uses like Eurobeat, you know, German techno house music. But listen, if you pretty much if you're an otaku. It, it real 90s. Let's just put it like yeah. that. Like, it's but if you're an otaku, if you're an otaku, even <laughs> if you haven't like watched Initial D, you know at least one or two Initial D songs. You we all know running in the 90s. That's one of them. But you had a, you had a question that followed up 
with uh, what I was saying about initial D. Oh, so like we were sort of touching on this about like the what people might not consider sports. So I'm going to introduce it. Um, what do you think uh, counts as a sports anime? Like you were saying initial D and maybe what was that other one you said about the shogi? Oh, three gets uh, in the lion. Three gets in the lion. So I was saying like a few examples I was going to give. No game, no life. Kukara, no go. Chia, Furu. Like what are what do you think counts as a sports anime? So for me, I feel that anything that has a competition aspect to it, because even, you know, we didn't even bring up, we didn't even touch martial arts animes yet, which I'm sure we'll get to, but anything that has a... i about that as well. Anything <laughs> that has a, you know, a competition aspect to it, even if it's, even if it's no spectators, but for the most part, spectators i know everything is crazy with 2020 and no live sporting events and they have like virtual crowds and stuff like that but anything that has spectators anything that has an incentive to win a prize or placing that is what i consider a sports anime to me so you got to be competing there's got to be spectators and there's got to be some type of prize and incentive in the end of it all those are my three i guess you could say requirements Mm. so what are some shows other shows that you think might be sort of in that gray area that people might not consider them, but you personally think they're sports anime, or you think you could make an argument for that? Um, like for me personally, like Food Wars, that okay. is something that I, you I, I an argument or like Yu Gi Oh or Beyblade, like where it's like it's certain things that people wouldn't traditionally think of as a sport, but it's either treated as a sport in universe or it's right. like the way they do things it's pretty much like a sport like, like uh, if you think about it back in the day with the romans and you know the greeks and stuff like Coliseum akagi. like the akagi it's like competitive gambling is that right. a sport yeah akagi, yeah akagi giri um mm. definitely because you know they have poker tournaments you know they have all types of card game tournaments and stuff like that so yeah you can consider that a sport like i said if that has a because that's the thing. If you look at the definition, which, yes, I am going to do some quick Googling. Um, <laughs> you did. I, I have done that many a time on the podcast. Because, like, so if we go I don't ahead, like to put out misinformation. Like, if I'm not right. sure, like, I'm, I have a wide uh, knowledge of things, but, like, I'm not all seeing. Or I'm that, not omnipotent. That's, why I, so that's like, why I went ahead and the minute I'm I looked, not, the minute I I'll do a up. quick little Google search. Because, like, I'm not trying to put out no misinformation. I'm not, and also I don't want to be have no semantic oh oh has at me crazy like, hey, on such and such episode, you said this, but when in, in fact it is this, and I'm um, like, okay. So the definition <laughs> of a sport. So the definition of sport, according to Google, this is the first when you type in sports definition. This is the first thing you get. There's two definitions here. Any activity. Involving physical and skill in which an individual or a team competes against another or others for entertainment. Second, a person who behaves in a good or specific way in a response to teasing defeat. Okay, that's something completely different. Um, but yeah, it's basically kind of what I said in that realm of an activity that involves physical, you know, strain. Or you have, or you just having to do anything physical, which again begs that not begs that question, but you get a lot of people who get wrapped up too in the fact that we forget that me placing a card on the table that's physical. Mm-hmm. Me going ahead and moving a chess piece, or like uh, like esports, it's, it's not um, them them manipulating the controller. I was gonna, that's a physical reaction. Ooh, I, I'm gonna get into that. I'm don't worry. We, we, I knew we we're gonna get there because uh, I've been yeah. I've been waiting for that. Um, but if you if we look at now, I just did the, the Google definition for physical relating to the body as opposed to the mind, relating to things perceived through the senses as opposed to the mind, tangible or concrete. So basically, yeah, it's anything that there's two definitions: here. anything that you can see or anything that has to do with your body moving is physical. Like me right now, you can't see it, but. I'm a Caribbean, okay? Yeah, trust me, I know. (laughs) No, sir. I'm doing it right now. I'm I'm just talking to... Listen, 
I'm just talking to you, and you're not even in front of me, and I'm still talking with my hands. That's a physical yeah. activity. So <laughs> we're very animated when we talk, especially it. when we get uh, when we start to get into the passionate thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you think about it, food wars, even though not necessarily, I have to go ahead and look at his genre qualification, not his genre qualifications, but um, but yeah, that is technically could be treated as a sport because they're competing. Sometimes they're on teams. Sometimes it's individuals. They got an incentive to win something. And it's for entertainment. There's crowds. And trust me, like cooking competitions, super popular. Yeah. Like um, like Iron Chef and so stuff like that. I definitely like that. think you can make an argument for that. Right, so I definitely think you could make an argument for uh, Shokugeki no Soma. I think I think that'll be one of the more the easier arguments to take. Like people will agree with you on that. Yu Gi Oh may be a little bit Bay harder Blade. as I sit here and I have a Yu Gi Oh deck in front of me. Hey, um, in universe, they treat yeah, that like a sport. They treat that serious. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So I definitely think. You know, it's all about what you perceive as a sport, but then at a point in time, we got to look at the facts and go, all right, these are what is defined as a sport. Whether you don't like it or not, it's a sport. You can't, you know, you can't necessarily go ahead and pick and choose, yeah. is what I mean. Like, if it, if it finds the qualifications as a sport, then it's a sport. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I just asked that because like it's sort of a gray area. Um, oh, you you said you wanted to get more into the esports. Okay, so for me, basketball wasn't my you know sport that I went team organized in, but soccer and baseball was. I played that up until I was about high school, and I've been a soccer game and. Unfortunately, somebody on the other team goes ahead, takes my knee out, trying to tackle me. Doctors are like, you're done for the year. You're finished. And I'm like, wow. And I was like, does that mean baseball too? Yes. What am I going to do? Now, at that point in time, um, (laughs) I'm at home. Yeah, man. Like at that time, you know, I was into different things. So, you know, but there's only so much. Yeah. Bleach I could watch because I was that was really like high school was really when I was like bleach fanatic. All my friends were talking about it. And I'm like, I gotta go see what's up. Like we even had an RP chat. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But I had to go see what was up. I'm like, there's only so much bleach I can watch. Uh there's only so much television I can watch. I had a PS3, you know, but I wasn't really into like the shooters just yet. So I was playing action adventure games. And I remember my cousin. Uh, he was watching something on sci-fi. And if you're like, you're an old head, you really remember this. Um, it was when like MLG Major League Gaming would be on television and they had like the Halo stuff and, you know, all that. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, these guys, I'm like, these guys are competing for mm-hmm. money. Like, and that's the first time I got a whiff of what esports like, was. Like so the Evo type of stuff. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um... Which I was always, you know, which is crazy enough. Like I was in, you know, into fighting games and stuff like that, but like I never knew about that side. Um, not until like much later. But one Christmas, I asked my dad, I'm like, yo, could you give me this Call of Duty game? You know, my friends keep talking about it, you know, let me see what's up. So all right, so me, I'm an intuitive person. I do my research on everything. So I'm looking at Call of Duty and stuff, I'm seeing what it's about, you know, all that. And then I find like tournaments. I think it was like an MLG Dallas event. Um, you know, I watch it on YouTube and I'm like, yeah, these people are really like in it. They're in it, in it. Um, they they treat like you said, they treat this for real. Um so I was like, I'm gonna just play this whatever casually. I started playing Call of Duty casually, and I'm like, wow, I suck. Um, but that helped me get better and get better and get better. And then I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I apply myself, I could get you know, to a top level. So me and my cousins, you know, there was something called game battles back in the day. If you're, again, if you're that old, you definitely remember game battles. And you could set up a team 
and there was ladders that you can uh, compete on. And sometimes there would be prize money and stuff like that. So I started doing that for a little bit. Never went to the pro level, um, never went to like the amateur level either. But fighting games was really my thing. And this was even cool. This was even doper. I had a teacher, an English teacher in high school. Uh, this is about my junior, you know, senior year. I, like, I had given up on sports at that point. I was done. So I was fully in this video game thing. I had a teacher who was really into esports. Like I'm talking, and I mean, he was like in it, like Dota 2, um, StarCraft, League of Legends. And he, he saw that his students were interested. So he said, I'm going to give you kids a place to really show your interest and your dedication. So he set up a club. He went to That's the dope. And all that. We, we love you know, teachers like that. For us. But continue. For real. You know, he sets up a club and he financed us with everything monitors, consoles, like, you know, you name it. He went the extra mile for us because he saw that we were really, you know, dedicated and we felt strongly about this subgenre. And, you know, I thought that was really cool. So once I saw that, you know, and I said, yeah, this esports thing, I, you know, I saw it then. I said, this is on the up and up. I said, this is going to get popular. And people laughed at me. People said I was crazy when I said, before it happened, I said, I guarantee you in the next three to four years at that time, which was like 2014, 2015, I was like a junior, senior. I said, I guarantee you in the next five to six years, esports of some capacity will be on ESPN. We are in 2020 and we've had multiple League of Legends events. We've had, we've had EVO, the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. We've had EVO on ESPN. You've had Call of Duty at X Games. Yeah. I mean, the Tony Hawks of the world, where they go compete. We've had Call of Duty on X Games. You have pro gamers who have X Games gold medals. So, for me, I've and always been strong, felt to strongly piece about of the pie, like On their Disney XD imprint, they would have like tournaments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always felt strongly about esports because I felt like it was a place where kids who weren't necessarily physically strong, you know, like physically inept to do sport, they if they had a competitive streak, they could find a game that they really enjoyed and get into it and also just make friends. Because even me, you know, like even you think me doing sports, people would flock to me. No. Even though I was good at sports, you know, I was just kind of that kid that was just like, I'm I'm the dark-skinned kid. Um, and at that time, dark-skinned people were not in. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you right now, society was not looking at dark-skinned people whatsoever. Uh, it, we, still had a, we still had a long way to go. And that was 2011 uh, when I entered high school. So I was a dark-skinned My, kid that was Carol. off. That was anime. the first one in uh, 2010. Yeah, so you know, I was the black, dark skinned kid that liked that was golf that liked anime. Um, so people weren't really, and I was like, I was a new kid too. I was coming to a new school, so these were kids that they had they had grown up with each other. They didn't know me, and they weren't trying to for whatever reason. I don't know what it was. They weren't trying to get to know me either. Like I tell you right now, little side little sidebar, but kids are mean. <laughs> okay, kids are. Evil. I don't know what like they they will gang up on you and they are like parasites. They will find that healthy cell and they will gang up on it and they will turn it toxic. I think my senior my freshman year, I think I didn't go at least three months. It was so it would go three months, I would fight, maybe a month it would stop, and then it would start again. And I'm just like, for what? Because I'm different, but that's why I'm saying esports helps people, you know, make friendships and connections that they may not make in the outside world. And not necessarily in the outside world, but you know yeah. what I mean. In the normal uh, society. Society in general. I'll be back. Hold on.
Okay, I have returned. Uh, um, what were you saying? But yeah, I was saying that esports helps. It helped, and it helps a lot of people who may not necessarily be able to make those connections normally in a setting that they feel comfortable in with people that are cut from the same cloth as mm. them. Like it's it's good to have find someone that it fits in your specific niche. Right. Um, that's the, one of the right. good things about the internet in general. Like the internet has a lot of good things, has a lot of bad things, but like one of the good things is being able to find your your sort of tribe, if you will. Uh, of course. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add to that before we uh, move on to the next thing? Um, that's pretty much it on the esports thing. Y'all gonna put respect on esports' name, but I, I, but the thing is, to tell you the truth, a lot of people have it's shown its yeah. legitimacy at this point. I don't. Even if you don't you know, think it's a sport, you have to admit that it's at, at the very least in the cultural zeitgeist and a moneymaker. Absolutely. It, it's, you know, with the world that's becoming more and more digital as we go along. I wonder um, if at some point we're going to have some sort of sort of thing where it's like, you know, like, like the Tron, where like you're in the game. Yeah. I I don't know if technology will ever get that get that way, but who knows? Technology expands right. so quickly. I, I don't know. I've watched enough Sword Out of I, I watched enough Isakai's. I yeah. think I'm good off that. But <laughs> We're not trying to get trapped uh, and have our brains fried. Right. Who knows? But uh, moving on to the next That's thing, then, actually. More. So, moving on. That's sort of related, though. Uh, do you think certain fighting and martial arts focused animes fall under the umbrella of sports anime or are they their own thing? No, they're definitely in the sports category because you think UFC, you think Pride, you think, you know. I'm, I'm glad you said Pride because, like, boxing. nowadays that, that seems like a sort of uh, forgotten reference, like a niche reference. But, like, for if you were an MMA movie. fan in the, the late 90s to you the know. early 2000s, up until, like, the mid-2000s, Pride was, Pride was something major, like Fedor. Uh, oh, yeah, you Fedor know. was in there, Bob Johnson. Bob's, what was the name? Bob Satin, not Bob Jobs. Bob Satin. Like, there's a lot of great names. Uh, the Shogun, he he made us come up in Pride. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the the Minotaro, the Nog Brothers, the Nogara Brothers, they made their come up. There's a lot of people that came up out of there. Frank Mir. Um, you know, I feel I feel older and yeah. I'm talking about Pride, but yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know. You and know. the funny thing is, we're in our mid twenties, like but like, forgotten. it's just been. Long gone for a while. I think like the last like pride sanctioned fight was in like oh oh nine oh ten ish around there. I believe I believe you're right. Yeah. Notice that was notice first to even say that oh ten. That was See, 10 years God, ago. God damn it. Stop making me feel like old man. <laughs> I am spry. <laughs> I am in my prime, sir. <laughs> but like yeah, right. like, pride. Um, that that's definitely it was it's nice hearing that name again. Like Pride, see, J- Japan was weird. Like I, I kind of miss Pride because like Japan didn't give any shits. They would literally throw any type of fight together at all. Like I remember in Pride, you should see like a fucking eight hundred pound sumo wrestler fight like a, a fight like a kickboxer, and like it would <laughs> they literally just throw random shit like, together. What? Like, um, the last Pride fight was April eighth, two thousand. It's been 13 years. Yeah. Um, but my favorite, I'll say my favorite sports anime or in that combat niche is definitely Oh, Megalobox. Megalobox. I didn't I forgot to mention that last time in my last recording, but yeah, Megalobox. That's definitely something that deserves to be in there. Um, it was something I remember. I was almost like I remember it as a dream. Um, I believe it was spring of 2018, if I remember correctly. Um, so me, I'm the guy on Twitter. That's you know, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm the guy that all the animes that don't get talked about. Um, that's me. So last season it was Vinland Saga, where people watched it, but it wasn't getting its, you know, like I felt like it wasn't getting its just due because you know, Demon Slayer was the thing and whatever but 
Yeah, I'm that guy that talks about all the animes that nobody's watching, and I make you go watch them, or I break your kneecaps. But Megalobots, to me, why I love it so much, Cowboy Bebop is my favorite anime of all time. And I love Cowboy Bebop because it has that dusty, roaric look to it. My second favorite is Samurai Shampoo, of course. You Ken Watanabe. And that, and because it has, yes, mm. love that man. And that has, of course, if you know, that hip-hop element, you know. Megalobox does a great job of mixing both of those things together. Where it has the dusty, old sandbox look, but it's updated. And it look. And I'm thinking, so great. sorry to interrupt you, but you probably updated. would also like Scryad if you like, like those sorts of, that sort of aspect. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do a thing of trying to copy. It just says, we recognize your greatness and we would like to pay homage to that. Because there's a big difference between I'm copying something directly and I'm showing my appreciation. It just feels good to see that art style and also that hip hop element. You see it in the fonts. There's rap music. You know, it's great to see that, but for those of you that don't know what Megalobox is, it's about a world where it's they're boxing, and also this is kind of like a spinoff of uh, a No Joe. If again, if you're old, uh, you know Ichtana No Joe. Well, had no. Another classic boxing uh, anime. I mean, it's 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 more than forty years old at this point, but ending the yeah, ending is like that first is a uh, very very strong. Shut up. You ready for this? You ready for its mm. original run? January 1st, 1960. Yep, I'm, I'm, it's old as shit. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the, 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 manga. the anime was like 1972, something like that. 19, yeah, 1970. It ran 79 episodes from April 1st, 1970 to September 28th. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a spoil the ending, but like, bruh, right. you've had 40, 50 years. Like I don't care, but like the the way it ends is that, uh, like Joe he goes like I believe it was like a full championship fight. He goes like ten rounds and like he goes to sit on on the, his bench in his corner, and they're like, oh, the fight has ended. Uh, Joe's a winner, and then everyone's like celebrated. And they don't realize Joe's still sitting on the chair stool, and then they go over and check on Joe like Joe, aren't you excited? And Joe's dead. <laughs> He died. Pretty much gave himself up. And Megalobox was a, it was created for a commemoration for 50 years of the original manga. And in this world, you basically, like we were talking about how esports was the new thing in this world to have boxing, but people have like arm technology. So it's also, this esports anime is so great because it also, in a, in a, in a way, even though it's not directly so, in a way, it mixes sci-fi, sports together. Because you have that futuristic aspect of, you know, they have these arm, they have like this arm gear technology. It's called gear. That's what it's called. And you have these different megaloboxers, you know, who are in this tournament. And then you have this one guy, I guess you can call him the antagonist. His name is Yuri, who is like the top champion. He's owned by like the fit, not owned, but he fights for the family that like owns the entirety of like the Megalobox. He's on, he's on your like team, and or he's sponsored by them, right? And then you have our protagonist, Joe, or Junk Dog, who we that's who we get introduced to Mass, who is like you know he's just a boxer, he's just at the bottom of his barrel, and you have his coach. And they're just trying to figure something out, like how, you know, we're in the gutter, how I'm going to make this money. And then Yuri one time shows up to his fight. And Joe was just obsessed with him. Like, you think, you know, because you got all this and all that, you think you think really something, huh? So Yuri goes, you know what? You think you're a true article? And that comes up multiple times in this show, that, that question of what a true article is. So he goes, okay. No gear, I'll fight you right now. He whoops him. Yuri just, he whoops him. No gear, no nothing. And he just shows him, 
you got a long way to go. And Joe is just like, my lifelong mission now is to get to you. I want to fight you on the world stage. And he does so, but he also differentiates himself. And if you follow me on Twitter, you can actually see that I did a cosplay of this man. You should go check that out on Twitter. Well, go, go now, go follow or after you listen to this podcast. But he's called Gearless Joe because this man has no gear. He says, if I'm going to be the true article, truly, that's a lot of trues in there. I feel like, uh, <laughs> true. But. He says, if I'm going to do this for real, and then I really have to do this for real. And again, it's another one of those animes, those sports animes that fleshes out character development, story, pain and anguish. We get like a whole lot of backstories for, again, a lot of characters that just, you wouldn't even, in a normal anime, they wouldn't even get backstories. But this this anime is very character-based. So it's like, we, you know, we had to get it in order to flesh it out, which is always good. I love animes like that, that flesh out every single character. But Megalobox is pretty intense. I love the fact that the episodes are called rounds. Just a little details, like, you know, there's 13 episodes, 13 rounds. Another one I know that's super popular is Baki. I know a lot of people are watching that right now on Netflix. I haven't got the chance to check it out yet. Don't stone me. I Um, I haven't watched it either. Like, the animations, something about the, the character the character designs is kind of off-putting to me. But I got Netflix now, so I might check it out. Right, 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 right. So another one, I'm trying to remember more like martial arts animes. Obviously, Heepin' on No Joe. Would you consider uh, History's Strongest Disciple Kenichi one? Because it's not really about like, it's not really a sport per se. It's more like self, self-defense. But like, hmm. are they compete? If they're because I'm not too I mean, familiar, but I've I've heard of that name. Are they competing? I mean, there's a tournament at one point. <laughs> okay, a sport, <laughs> sports anime. If there's a there's a tournament there, and that's almost weird too. Because I mean, like almost every shonen has a yeah. tournament in it. Um, so now people are gonna go on Twitter and make an argument that DBC is a sport and I mean there's plenty of tournaments oh, in DBC. There's at least four or five <laughs> Budokais. Like there's there's three Budokais um, in the original DBZ, and there's at least two Budokais in Dragon Ball Z. If I remember correctly. But um yeah, uh there's another one. There's God damn! I always forget how to pronounce it, but there's this one uh, manga that I really enjoy. I hope it eventually gets turned into an anime, but who knows? It has like 800 chapters at this point. I, I need to finish it, but like it's like karate, karate, is something with a J. My cousin knows. The, uh, he was on the last recording, and he keeps telling me like how to pronounce it, and I keep fucking forgetting. Uh, but it's something like J O, something like that, karate. But basically, it's like this. Uh, to explain it, the concept, like this young young guy, he's about 18. He's a part of like, he goes to this really famous sports college. Cause like in Japan, um, there's this, I guess there's this concept, like there's a college that's entirely devoted. Actually, I, I believe they do that across Asia. Like, I, I believe that happens in like Korea and China as well. But like they have these concepts where it's yeah. like a sports university. Like the point of the university is sports. Like, you're all, you may, there's a whole bunch of teams like you have wrestling teams, you have boxing, you have gym, gymnasts, all that kind of stuff. But like it's like you learn to be an athlete. Like they, they train you to be like an athlete. And he's on like the gymnastic team at first, and then like he gets bullied, he gets bullied, he gets kicked off the gymnastic team, um, partially due to like his upperclassmen being jealous of the relationship he has with like this one girl who's like super talented at gym, gymnastics, but is like his childhood friend. So he gets kicked off the team. And like he's like, oh shit, what am, what am I gonna do? This is a sports university, blah, blah, blah. And then like he sees this one guy uh beat the crap out of someone, and he's like, whoa. And like he follows the guy back, he's like, blah, blah, blah. What what did you do? He's like, he's like, kid, don't follow me. And it turns out he's a part of this certain kind of karate. Um, like there's multi- there's like multiple different like forms of karate. He's like a 
part of the form of karate that's I guess you could say more raw or more um it's less sporty but more like practical in terms of like you could actually beat this snot out of someone and like he joins this karate club okay he rises up the ranks in the karate eventually he gets decides to become an MMA fighter and it goes on from there like it's really good like if I remember the t- title or I'm, like I once I put out the episode before this one where I did my cousin did mention it like I'll, I'll I'll let you know about it like but it's really do- dope you, sh- you should definitely yeah. check it out uh, listeners I might actually uh, do add on a little note at the end of what what the name of the the, the manga is because it's gonna bother me that I keep forgetting it. Um, there is one manga that I you know kept seeing on the TL, and I eventually went to go read it. It's a soccer anime. It's oh, Blue Lock. Lock. I've been hearing a lot about that um, recently. Yeah, I have to check it out. I've been seeing a whole lot of people talking about it. Um, even two. I wonder if this one is considered a sport. I'm interested to see. Uh, you remember when Darwin's game came out? Uh, I think it was winter 2020 that came out. I'm curious to see if that is a sport, and I'm gonna see what that's considered. It may not be. I may be wrong, but I just want to see what it says. Nope. Okay. I was interested because I know I had game in it, and I know you know sometimes a lot of that gets roped up in it. But yeah, Blue Lock. Super interesting, you know, it's about this one kid who just, again, it's one of those coming of age stories, which a lot of sports animes that are, you know, in high school set in that setting are coming of age, you know, boy turns to man story, where, of course, he wants to get to the top of the soccer leagues, he met a bunch of different people, then you also had this back end of this major league soccer team, just like, not a side story, but a part of the story, where they suck, and one of the women who's like an executive or whatever, you know, she tells, you know, she tells him, I'm going to turn this team around. Just you watch. And all the men in the room are just like, is she, is she there? Is she, is she for real? So it's kind of like that persevering story coupled in with some soccer. Also, I like the color designs of the manga that they choose. It's really dope. But I think, yeah, a lot of people should check that oh, out too. I just saw this, but, um, I I feel like I shouldn't mention it because I I had seen this recently but forgot and then like earlier after I was done recording my cousin like put me underneath it but there's like a few uh, manga hold on let me that I want to shout out that are sports related like there's this I know there's this one um, by like a independent creator uh, or internet creator something called like Double Dutch it's about hold on let me find it but it's basically like a female volleyball team i believe and like okay. it's black it's a uh, black uh it's it's manga aesthetics but it's like black characters so like definitely check that out hold on let me see if i can find we love the yep. black characters over we, here. we we about that we all for spreading black black led stories and black creators in their stories and content okay so the one my cousin i don't i can't translate this but like my cousin like tagged me underneath this. Apparently, it's a girls' basketball manga, and one of the main characters is black. So, uh, let me see if I can find the translation of what the name is, so I can recommend it. I'm so upset that I didn't mention Kuroko no no basket. Oh, it, oh, I left that. It's Subami. Subami tip-off. I left air. I left air mm-hmm. The name of the, the manga I was just talking about is Subami Tipper. Okay. This wow, this baffles me too. Not that this baffles me, but there was an anime that came out last year, and I guess you could call not that you could, but weightlifting. Yeah, it's an anime. Mm. There is an and there was an anime, not an anime, but a sport. There was an anime that came out last summer. Some of you may remember this. I definitely watched it all the way through, and it was pretty cute. You know, it wasn't you know crazy. It wasn't mm. greatest thing in the world, but it was one of those animes that you don't really have to be super judgmental on. Just watch it and enjoy it. And it was called "How Heavy Are the Dumbbells That You Weigh or That You uh, Lift." And it's about this girl who, you know, she's in high school and one of her friends, it literally first episode, all the rip, first frame. Girl, you know you're gaining weight, right? Huh? The girl's like, nope, I have to go to the gym and 
immediately. So she goes there and maybe, I don't know if um, the gift was going around, but of the guy who would just flex and just rip his clothes Oh, off. yeah, yeah like the one who would he'd be like normal. Uh, he'd be like normal thighs and then like yeah, flex Mario. and then he's mm-hmm. just fucking gigantic. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he- uh, how heavy the dumbbells that you wear? I watched it last summer. It was pretty fun. It was pretty cute. If you're interested, oh, in that. I, and I just found the the name uh, of the manga I was talking about. Uh, it's Niju, like N I J U or Ronda O R A N D A. Uh, go well dash go or Ronda dash go. So like, check that out. Uh, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, I definitely should go check that out for sure. Ba- yep, Beyblade. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Beyblade is in here. It is a sport. It is that them competitive top spinning. They might they might call Osis on you. I will never get over the fact that Beyblade seriously had Moses split the Red Sea with the Beyblade. That is a real thing that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my it always makes you like wonder like what was I watching? What drugs was they smoking when they was coming up with the concepts to this? Ah, that will forever be funny. Like when you're done with this, I guarantee you, you go search Beyblade and Moses or Moses and Beyblade. Some combination of those words and watch that video. And you will crack up laughing because they take that shit dead ass serious. <laughs> uh, uh, I fucking love Beyblade. It's so ridiculous, but like in a in an entertaining way. Like it's not that kind of ridiculous where you're like, so cool. man, what the fuck? What am I watching? It's more that kind of ridiculous, like, man, what am I watching? I'm fucking cracking up the whole time. <laughs> like this age is like dirt, but it's a funny and Useful dirt. Or I remember in uh, when I was in college, for whatever reason, my boys like, I'm going to my car, I'll be right back. I'm like, bet. Boy, he comes back with the plastic Beyblade ring. And I mean, oh, like the, the, the arena? At least, uh, at least 10 of 20 Beyblades in that, John. With the whole like rip mechanism, he's like, "We're doing this. I don't care." Fuck it, I would. I'm like, yeah. I'm no cap. I I'm would like, do that. Me and my ass age, I'm trying um, to fucking let that shit rip, bro. Um, me and my college friends, we were also heavily into Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I said, I got a deck right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I got three others behind me. Uh, we were heavily into that. Still am. That's another one of those things that, like you said, let me not say Yu-Gi-Oh aged like dirt, but it was just in it, that it, it reached its it reached its peak in the early two thousands. Like it's still ongoing. Like it still has its audience. It's like yeah. it's like one of those things. Like Digimon is still ongoing. I won't say it's like fell off. It's just so wait, so it's okay. there's certain so it's things okay. that you reach your peak and then you you gradually go down to like your 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 valley. And like your valley, that's okay to be yeah, in your valley. Like a lot of people got think you got to always be. Number one, right? You're not always gonna. That's not. That's not true. Like sometimes you just reach your peak, and then like you settle into what what's comfortable. Like Yu-Gi-Oh settled into that comfortable stuff. Like it it has its fans. It makes money. It does its business, and it goes about what it needs to do. Like vape that as well. So like people people a lot of people don't realize, except maybe some kids. Some kids might know. Like Baby, it's still going. Like it's on Disney XD right now. Yeah. Like um, people of our generation might not realize it because like we aged out of that. <laughs> but yeah, it's for someone. Like it's still chugging along. It's just it's not for us. <laughs> and that's okay. Not everything gotta be for us. So now that you brought up Digimon, mm-hmm. I looked it up. Pokemon does not have sports in its genre. But mm-hmm. they do. They treat it like a sport. True. It's very much a sport there. Is it? A- uh, actually, uh, b- before we go into that quagmire of like dog fighting, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> it's oh treated God. like a sport. Let's just let's just go skirt past that real quick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like in the universe, it's treated like the sport, and that's all we're gonna say about that. Uh, so 
Gonna leave that right on the table. We we gonna let that that leave that discussion for another time. But um, moving on to the next question then. Uh, what do you think? Actually, I'm gonna combine these last two questions. Uh, what do you think sports animes do? Sports animes do to make themselves palatable for non-sports fans, and what do you think attracts people to sports animes? Okay, so for non-sports fans, sometimes I am not even gonna lie. Not not that I'm not even gonna lie. No cap in on my my podcast is is the rule. (laughs) It's the characters. Listen, ladies, I love you because men do it too. But I'm looking at y'all. There has been so many times I've been on the timeline, and there's been a haiku character that a woman has been. Men, we're going to talk about that. Like, women, like men usually get caught out on like fiending over underage characters, but women, y'all be fiending over these children. Like, they, like them, MM, them MHA kids and hiking kids, especially. They are literally children. At the oldest, they're like, what, 17? <laughs> like, young, say like 14, 15, bruh. Stop it. You look disgusting. Um, so yeah, like, you know, there'll be, you know, a high Q kid. So sometimes it's just the characters that some people get caught up in. They may not know too much about the sport. And that be, may also be too, that they can't act, that some people cannot watch actual sports. They get, they tune out of it. I've heard as a baseball fan, I've heard too many times baseball, is, yeah. you know, the game's too long. Hockey, as a hockey agree. fan. I um, tried to watch I've hockey, heard, but it, it's too many me movies. with my visual acuity, yeah, that's not going to happen. Hearts, damn little puck people, on the ice. Too many rules. <laughs> so they go ahead and feel, maybe if I watch a sports anime, I can get some knowledge on the sport, and I can combine anime that I like. So for some people, it's more of a knowledge thing. For some people, it's more of a character thing. For the non-sports fans, and what hooks... You know, the actual sportsman, what hooks people into it, I believe it's a combination of, like I said, the action, of course, that's going to hook you in no matter what. Some people, it's the story elements, it's the characters, it's the design. Some people, it's just, you know, you just love that particular sport. And you just, whatever you can, if you can soak up all of the, if you can soak up all of that sport, then you will. And that's what a lot of people do. You know, if they can watch as much baseball as they can, they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what do you think specifically about, like, sports anime? Like, yeah, there's definitely people that enjoy it because, like, oh, I already like football or I really like basketball. But, like, what do you think sports anime in particular brings to the table that makes it uh, palatable or makes it for people who aren't a fan of sports or makes it so that people are like, yeah, I want to watch this. This is cool. Like what's unique to sports anime? I think for some people, I think for some people, they don't want to feel like they're super jockey. So anime gives them that outlet to like something Mm. sporty and not feel like you know, like, like a meathead, quote unquote. Really, cause, yeah, quote unquote. Because I would even, I remember I got into an argument with the football team in my high school, and I said, I want you guys to understand, you guys are nerds. And You're you just a different kind. Exactly. And that gives those people who are, you know, on the nerdier side a chance to go, I may not be a sports junkie. But this thing that I like, I am a nerd, and seeing how it's here, let me go ahead and give it a shot. Um, it makes people sometimes more comfortable to cross the two genres. Oh, um, so you feel like it gives them an opening to maybe get into something that they they might have been avoiding, like stereotype. It doesn't really fit yeah. their quote unquote aesthetic or something like that. 
That's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I I feel like uh, it's like you were saying, like the the focus on the characters is definitely important. I feel like the way because of the way it is, sports anime allows gets into allows you to explain like a lot of the concepts that maybe you might not know. So like just watching sports as like some a regular person, there's certain things you you wouldn't know. Like you can't know what the athletes are thinking or what's going through in their minds, or you might not know their backstories. Like the commentators might give you a little background information, that kind of stuff, but like actually seeing it like get put through like and explained or actually seeing the opposing team and like you give them a lot of you flesh them out so by the time it's actually game time there's more of an emotional or uh, other resonance stuff into it connection. there's either an emotional connection or like damn you're really scared for your main characters because you've seen how good these guys are damn they really good how how is our team going to do against them that kind of stuff like allow sports anime allows right. to have that build up that you really can't have realistically in the real world sport. And also, it also gives you people that explain exactly all the shit. Like, commenters in real life, they try their best, they try to explain things, but there are certain things that, like, you need, need at least a little bit of a, a base knowledge to understand when you're watching a sport. Or else you're just going to be asking a whole bunch of questions, and the person who's, who might be watching with you might not know, or they might not be able to explain it. Sports anime kind of gets to dodge around that, because they have it can literally show you diagrams and show you how this works. Here, here's the theory. Here's why this happened because of this. And then they have the main. They have some of the side characters on the either on the bench or in the crowd explain what's happening for you if you might not understand. Like they they are allowed that as like a story device where you don't really get that with real sports, or you don't get it to the same extent. Right. It's just, it's a different, it's a whole different experience. And also, you can do crazy, wonky shit that you can't do in real life, like special moves. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yo, I forget. I what is the name? Inazuma 11, Kuroko Basketball, that they have special moves. Yeah, there's like an anime. I think it might oh, Inazuma. You're probably thinking of in, Inazuma like, Eleven. Like you're thinking about the one where it's like the little kids and mm-hmm. they like be jumping in the air and kicking fireballs and shooting lightning. Yeah. Yes, I love Inazuma Eleven. Oh it's goodness, absolutely is, ridiculous, oh, but I love it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like sports animes just get to do, like you said, a lot of weird and wonky things. That I just I love that fact that they get to explore and you know. Just be different. Mm-hmm. Like the the fact that they're animated allows fluidity in not only the the storytelling aspect, but also the visual aspect. And like, and that's definitely cool. Like being able to see like people do some shit that real in real life with real actors, you or like at, in an actual sport, you can't do. Because like there are limits to the human <laughs> human body. Like, there are some amazing athletes, but they can't be right. doing some of the shit they be doing in these sports anime. Like, like Hiroko's Ignite Pass. That, that shit, like, like, like how he twisted court screws his wrist and shit like that. Like, a real-life person can't do that. <laughs> like how it's like, how, how do you, do you not have any cardiology in your wrist, sir? <laughs> or how, like, Kuroko's main ability, how he, like... He has such little presence. No one knows he's there. Like that, you can't really do that in a real life sport. <laughs> but it's just cool. like, interesting to see. I want. I wonder if. Yeah, it's definitely uh, allows them to be a little bit more free with their creativity and what they want to do with the story. Um, do you have anything you want to add to that? No, nah, that pretty much, you know, that summed it up pretty well. well not right. uh, so, do you, before we end, do you have anything else you want to shout out or maybe have people, like, check out? Uh, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MouseProtonWell. You can check out my YouTube channel with me and my two other mates we follow. We cover things such as anime, music, 
pop culture, you know, things going on in the world, you can check that out at Popsicle. That's capital P-O-P, sickle, all one word. Like I said, I got new music coming out in the future. Hopefully, if I can get recording, I uh, got a new album coming out also called In Love With Me and Crazy. If you're interested you in also that kind of thing. styling on, styling yeah, on these hoes. Uh. <laughs> Absolutely. If you if you go to my Instagram, I have a whole bunch of fits. I, and, I am and the, the crazy photography as well. Uh. And I, we cannot That's go right. past right. the, right. the composition skills. You know, we got a little bit of artist in just, so just a little bit of drip. Different. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, you might, you don't need to call the plumber for that one. It's just a little. <laughs> and I'm going to have to walk with buckets on my feet now permanently. Got the bucket on your head and on your feet. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, I love how as, like, I'm scrolling through Twitter and as we talked about the pain thing, I see wait, it. Which one? Oh, the pain video. Where, um, where he goes like fully, oh. like, yeah, where he like turns fully water balloon. Like, I, I see him now <laughs> on this thing. That's usually how it works. That's how these, these coincidences be happening in their life. Uh, oh, so to end, <clears throat> thank you again for joining me. Um, if you ever want to be on another episode, just let me know. Um, I, think, I think I decided oh, when I was doing my last recording, I'm going to do an episode about like mecha shows and stuff like that. So if you're you're interested in that, you can just right. let me know. I'll I'll definitely have you on there. Um, any other topic you want to be on, just let me know. Uh, to end end, uh, I'm opening up the podcast to suggestions. So um, either contact me at my email, jirelashleyctra at gmail.com, my Twitter, uh, jlash20. Either con- hit me up, DM me, comment on something, let me know, or. Uh, on my Snap or IG, which is both, which both are my name, Jair Lashley, no space in between. Um, just let me know. Um, I'm always open to suggestions. Uh, people will give me all kinds of cool ideas all the time. If you ever want me to check something out or you want me to go in depth on something, I'm open to your suggestions. I'm always trying to improve the show and make it so that my listeners enjoy it as well. Thank you again, Noel. Um, I hope you have a great. Uh, it was my pleasure. Talk to you later. Later.